Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a production of ITM Media. Yes, we are here live from the ITM Media Studio and for Charlie's case from South Alabama, bringing you new, the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. Again, Matt Beamer here, Charlie Herkus as always. Austin Reeves couldn't make it. He had some internet issues and no surprise here. Unfortunately, Preston is not here to enjoy this week's episode of Ramblin' About Racing. But Charlie, man, how's it going? How was your race this past weekend at South Alabama Speedway? It looks like you had a good one there for once. Yeah, uh, you know, everything's going good down here for the most part. Uh, you know, still going through some transitions, I guess. And race weekend overall was a good weekend. I had a lap car, just did not play in my favor. Uh, it cost me the lead. I, I called it at the wrong part of the corner. I was hoping he'd stay high. He stayed high going into the corner. And then dove down. I had to pass him on the outside. It cost me all my momentum. Three car. I was probably three or four car lengths behind me and called him at the right right spot of the corner. Got to keep all his momentum. Uh, we split him coming off of two. I, I stayed on the outside of the three car for, you know, a lap and a half, couple of laps there, eventually giving up the lead. And I, had, by all means, probably had the faster car. We, we were pretty equal there. But as far as the long runs go, definitely had the faster car. The cautions did not fall in my favor. I had a caution with probably eight to go and then had a caution with two to go. And when that caution fell with two to go, that's all she wrote. And I knew it. And I got a good start, but my, my car just does not launch on the starts. It doesn't matter what we do. It, it just, it, it takes about a half a lap to really get going. It's, it's a, it, it's a long run car. It's all, it always has been. I need green flag runs. And it doesn't matter what we do, we, you know, air pressures, whatever. It is a green flag car. And I needed that race to stay green. And we, we really men, caution come out. Reeling back in, another caution come out. And that, that last caution come out, and I, I knew we had pretty much sewn a, sewn a second place finish in. But that, that lap car cost us. I feel like if we could have maintained the lead there and no matter how the cautions fell as long as we were in the lead we could have held the lead he'd have had to you know boot us to get it by us but it is what it is there well man at least you finished the race from one two yeah it's been a it's been a rough couple races there so at least to finish the race was was good especially you know maybe put some dirt in some other people's eyes there i'm sure they were pulling against us but you know, right. second place finish, and then the teammate finished third. So good, 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 good weekend for what, for the team it, owner Roy. There, it looked like to me the that you you passed the leader. 
and then the caution came out, and you had to give back up that spot. What was the deal with that? Did you not pass I, him in time, or what I was the deal? No, I I thought it for a second there. I may have had him. I, I'm I'm not sure. Like I I gave that car all it had. Like there, there's not many down there that can hang it on the outside and make it stick like I was making it stick this, this past weekend. So the preferred line down there is definitely the bottom. Charlie Hergens was making letting it all hang out on the outside. So. Well, I mean, at least you finished second, man. A good rebound there. You might not be that far out of the points. What's the updated points championship there look like for you? I, I hadn't seen it. They hadn't updated it, and okay. I hadn't tried to do the math myself. So, okay. you know, the three car put a brand new set of tires on that last race. I had, you know, he had, so he had a race newer, I guess. I will say, you know, I sent you the lap times, you know, Mr. Mr. Consistency here. I don't think I've ever been that consistent. I, it, it, it showed. You know, I, I'm very happy with where the car at, you know, where the car is at and where I'm at. So, overall, a good weekend, a good showing. You know, there, it, that's two races in a row that it's just been my race to lose, and I've lost it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's nobody's fault but my own, and, you know, we'll, we'll get there. So, move, moving on to you there, enough about me. How, how's everything going up there in South Carolina? Everything's going well here. Caroline, I'm, I'm still on FMLA, so I'm not really able to do much here because of the stitches came out but everything came back clear there's no sign of anything crazy going on in the sample that the larger sample set that they took so that's good clear on that end other than that i'm just been on baby duty this whole week watching the baby while caroline's at work we got the mother-in-law coming in this weekend we're going to be going to the beach taking maury to her first time we'll going tell her to the i beach. said hello well, I, I will and yeah you're looking forward to that so i mean i've just been kind of living the dream over here as far as that just kind of chilling out here i go back to what work. beach y'all going to probably folly beach here okay. in the charleston we're gonna, area we're gonna be at a beach trip this weekend too so well come up to folly beach um, my mom's already reserved some places okay. down here fair, fair enough but florida yeah, this weekend I mean, we, so we um other than that i go back to work next thursday on the 18th so that would be good to get back to work and Get yeah. back in the swing of things. I, I miss work already. It's, it's and yeah, I just miss it. So, but other than that, man, nothing else has been really going on here. Just you know, watching the baby and spending time yeah. with Caroline. That's all I could really do right now. Because if I, I if, if I walk around too much on the leg, even though it's not Im- impeding my movement here, it does swell up a little. It does get a little painful. I, not painful to the point where I can't walk, but I, I can feel just, it. Just, just stoved up. Yeah, I mean, it's just still healing from the procedure that we had that I had here the past week or so. So, but yeah, it's it's almost over with, and I hope everybody else is doing well out well out there. Watch your race on Saturday; that was a lot of fun, and I'm glad Kelsey was there to record it and live stream it. Thank you for doing that. And yeah, I, I will say I, I envy you a little bit on the on the job side of it with your hours and stuff because of. You know, I guess that's one thing I missed out with with Emma. You know, it was right after she was born. They were calling me, "Hey, when you coming back to work? Yeah, you know, you coming back Tuesday? Come back, you know, Wednesday, Thursday? Like, when are you coming back?" And at least with your schedule, you know, you may work, you know, a couple of days on, but you may have a couple of days off right. or something like that, and you get to spend, you know, all day. So you'll have that, yeah, you'll have that father, you know, fatherly bond for sure, and. Uh, uh, definitely a, a, a lot better baby 
relationship, I guess, growing up. So, I, you know, enjoy it for sure. Don't oh, yeah. don't take it for granted. No, I know. I, so I really do enjoy don't, it. Don't rush back to work too quick is no, what I'm saying. No, I, I won't. And it was nice for me because, I mean, when I was off of work, the fire department didn't even call me. Well, I, I got updates. I got a little text from my battalion chief and stuff saying, hey, how's everything going? Yeah. And, and it was just simple. Like, all is good. Baby's good. Mom's good. But they never once said when you coming back because they knew when I was coming back. You know, right. so I had a right. month off. Well, I actually had I think total of a month off because I had COVID before the baby. So yeah, I had a long time off with the baby. But yeah, I remember. I remember that. And then with the with this procedure, I, I used up all the sick time. I reaccrued back, so I'm out of sick time now. But it's okay. So definitely not making the last race of the season. No, probably. I'm definitely making the Talladega, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talladega. Yeah, Talladega is mar- marked on the calendar. We are very excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. I wish I could bring the camper, but I don't think you reserved a camping spot. Or, no, uh, two, no. Two, two tent camps, spots. campgrounds. Two tent spots, right? Not a yep. camper? Yeah, no, two tent spots. Because uh, that would be so, really nice. I, like we are. I'd be Charlotte we're, was, we're about to have so much fun. Man, Charlotte was fun because... You guys just went into the AC and I cooked outside. It was hot. It's like you guys going to help me cook. It's like no, we're going to watch football and relax. No, I'm bringing the grill with me. Nice. I'm bringing a ten by twenty canopy with me. I'll probably bring the ten by ten canopy with me as well. Like we're we're going to be set up. Well, like, bring, we're, we're going. Yeah, I'll bring the flagpoles again because we had a good setup there. Everybody was pretty envious of ours. Of course, we yeah, can't bring. I don't. Uh, I think the Confederate flag is going to be staying at home now, given the. Ah, bring it with you. Nah, man, I don't want to cause any controversy, man. I don't want to cause any. Oh, the person that hates Bubba Wallace. Well, well, we got a lot to talk about with Bubba Wallace this past this past weekend. In fact, I, I got because you know I just got to talk about him. In fact, we'll talk about him right now. What's we'll the start with the cup race? We'll, we'll start because that's the only race I've watched all weekend. What's the cup race? Yeah, going to be a cup race. I, I watched the Sandy race. I, well, you're going to have to tell me about that, but we're going to talk about Bubba Wallace first. Because Bubba Wallace, to me, I feel like he's kicking himself way too hard in the butt. He's kicking himself way too hard in the butt. And I got this clip I wanted to play for you that you sent me, and I want everybody else to hear it too, but this is his fourth top ten in a row. This is the Bubba Wallace everybody was expecting to see day one last year when he jumped into 23-11. He's finally found that consistency. Now, it's been a month. Hopefully he could keep this up if not through the end of the regular season, through the playoffs and into 2023. And I think that'll shut a lot of haters up. But Bubba Wallace, to me, has proved himself kind of a... He's his own worst critic. For some reason, he was kicking himself so hard in the rear end for finishing second on what was a consistent day, started on the pole and finishing second. It's not a bad day for any driver in any series, in any division, around the country, around the world. Now, do you think Bubba Wallace is kicking himself too hard? or I mean, because to me, I think he is. Uh, Get your side of it, then I'll give you my side of it. Okay, I'll give you my side of it first because let's listen to it. Then you will you can give you your side of it. Then you can have my side of yeah, it. I'll bring it up here. I think my side of it is probably going to be the exact opposite of your side of it from the sounds of it. Because to me, I mean, I feel like he's just kicking himself way too hard in the in the rear end. He he's proved himself now. I feel to be a decent driver. And I don't know what it was, whether it was a pit crew change. I don't know whether it was anything else that had to do with anything that happened in 2311 that we're not attributed to. But to me, he's proved himself to be a consistent driver over these pa- over this past month, finishing top fives, top tens in four races. I think he's just kicking himself way too hard in the rear end. And I, 
you sent us this on on the group chat, and mm-hmm. I want everybody to hear it because I think he's kicking himself way too hard in the rear end. So we're going to listen to this. This is a clip from the final lap. Bubba Wallace's spotter or scanner at Michigan, and I just want everybody to hear this real quick. Head back, no pressure. Sorry, I failed, y'all. Oh man, you're good. Keep going. Who knows? One more lap. Absolute failure. Shut up. Come to the checker. P2, bro. I don't care what you think. That's a hell of a weekend. Do the line here. Checker play. Yeah, man. Hell of a job. We only get better. Hell of a job. All right, I'll come see you. Great job, man. Great job. Great job, Chris. Way to stay in it all day. To me, that right there, that just says that everything that I need to know about Bubba Wallace right now, I don't know whether it's he's putting too much pressure on himself. Post-race interview, he was clearly emotional, saying we should have had it. But he got beat by a good veteran who's been racing over 21 years in, in the Cup Series, and he just he didn't win. But he finished second, and he's, he's starting. He's shut me up. He's starting to show me like what I expect. And I know in the past on this show, I've been very critical of Bubba Wallace's on-track performance. But now seeing this shift, this is what I want to see from Bubba Wallace. This is what I've wanted to see from Bubba Wallace since he broke into the Cup Series a few years ago. So him kicking himself too hard in rear end, and his crew is right. Hey, shut up. Anything could happen on the final lap. I've seen it on several occasions, as I'm sure you have, Charlie, as I'm sure a lot of fans of our show have, if they've been watching auto racing for a long enough time, you never know what's going to happen on the final lap. I've seen Bill Elliott cut down the tire on the final lap at Homestead, I believe in 2003, 2002, and Bobby Labonte won the race. Yeah, I mean, we saw Kyle Larson, what, Kyle Larson cut a tire down at Pocono last yeah, year or something and, like that. And he lost the race on the final lap. So anything could happen on the final lap. And the fact that he's kicking himself, him, him being Bubba Wallace, is kicking himself so hard in the rear end, I don't like. I want to see Bubba Wallace have a better outlook on racing. And, I mean, if he doesn't win, he doesn't win. I mean, you, you take any sport, any team, any situation – and they, and baseball teams want to win the World Series. Football teams want to win the Super Bowl. Hockey teams want to win the Stanley Cup. Everybody wants to win everywhere they go. Nobody wants to finish second. Nobody wants to be the first loser. And Bubba Wallace, I'm sure, just like everybody else in the field, doesn't like to lose. But, I mean, do you really think, I mean, I, I think he's kicking himself too hard in the rear end. I want to know what you think. I want to know what everybody else thinks that's watching here on the sh- live stream right now. And by all means, uh, later on, in, when you listen to this on your regular podcast platform, use hashtag what you think ITM to let us know what you think about this situation. But what do you think, Charlie? I'm going to pull a, a Matthew Beamer and play devil's advocate here. I'm going to say, yeah, he's been running a lot better. But yeah, he hasn't been getting the publicity that he's normally been getting. So let's be hard on ourselves and let's face it. This is all, that's all they played. They, they ain't said a whole lot about Kevin Harvick winning a race. As a matter of fact, I pulled up the NASCAR app just a second ago. You want to know what the first thing that was on there? What was that? Bubba Wallace's interview. What nothing to do about Kevin Harvick winning a race and securing a spot in the playoffs and the fact that he's been on like a two-year drought. Well, yeah, he has been on a two-year drought. His last win, this being Kevin Harvick, was Bristol of 2020, and I was at that race, and I didn't think yep. that was the last time. And once they said that, I was like, whoa, holy hell, I was at this last win. So I see it both ways. I see, yes, he's being hard on himself. Everybody says Chase Elliott's hard on himself, too, but nobody says anything about that. And he is. He's hard on himself. I said the same thing my last race. I was like, you know what? 
that that's my fault. I, I should have did something a little bit different when it comes to that lap car. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But second place is still second place, especially you know it, it's still momentum going into these these last couple of races. Now, granted, he ain't the best road course racer. Uh, let's carry as much momentum as we can going into Watkins Glen because your team's going to need it. Yeah, but he's a good plate racer, and Daytona's coming up. I mean, granted, granted so, that that's a whole wide field that anybody so, could win so that. Let's, so let's keep a positive attitude, and, and maybe that's where the, the crew chief and the team was like, hey, shut the hell up. Quit being Debbie Downer here. And But at the same time, you can only do so much with, and I hate to say it, you can only do so much with somebody who's used to having a spotlight on them. Do you think it's more the spotlight, or do you think it's more of him just – having this high expectation of himself or and I don't even think it's outside influence. I don't think Denny Hamlin's putting I, the pressure I, I, on saying, everybody out there thinks they're, they're at the top tier. Okay. Right. Uh, of their, their respected style of motorsport racing. So they expect more of themselves every race, especially when you're in a, you know, Gibbs equipment or we're not saying somebody like, and I hate to use Corey LaJoy as an example, but he's not in a, a a top level equipment week in and week out. And now, if we use Michael McDowell for an example, Michael McDowell has had a stellar year compared to years past. Yes. Has he won Daytona 500? Sure. What has he done since then? Absolutely nothing up until this year. I say this year. When we talk about Michael McDowell, this year completely shadows his Daytona 500 victory. This year, his 500 victory is nothing compared to the year he has had as a whole because of the the next-gen car and all this kind of stuff. You know, he has put together a a, a good, I'm not going to say flawless season, but a solid season. Everybody out there is, is is there week in and week out to do their absolute best. Now, could Bubba maybe have done and maybe gotten a little closer to Harvick if it wasn't for maybe Joe Logano's bonehead move? Sure. But I hate to tell you, Harvick had checked out. Like, he was gone. I, I just don't think there was anybody going to run Harvick back down regardless of, of what anybody was going to do. Yeah, and everybody was on, on Twitter was – bashing Kevin Harvick about his boneheaded move, or not Kevin Harvick, but Joey Logano about his boneheaded move there. I didn't see Logano do anything wrong, to be honest with you. No, and I mean, and, and, you know, because we could go back right back to what Christopher Bell was trying to do to Chastain. And right. Christopher Bell did do something stupid, though, because he wasn't clear. Now, yep, he did. Logano was clear, and it held him up, and it let Harvick stretch his lead out. But at this point, Logano made a decision to say, hey, I got nothing for Harvick. I'm trying to finish second, get these this one-place finish better. At that point, you're racing for position, not racing for a win, I, I guess is the best way to say it. The only thing that would have helped out Bubba Wallace in that whole situation was caution, caution come out. and yep. we. And I was expecting one. I was expecting a caution to no, come out with. I had done, I done quit getting my hopes up about these late race cautions because too many times we didn't text each other in the group chat. Being like, <laughs> yeah, they going to be a caution. No, nope. no, they ain't. Well, no. Kevin, but Kevin, nope. yeah, Kevin Harvey did exactly what he needed to do to, to, needed to, do to win. Locked himself in the playoffs. 
which switches us to this one. Folks, before we continue on with the episode, we wanted to remind everyone out there again about our stores at Teespring and Bonfire where you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, you name it, we got. We also got throwback in the marbles gear as well. And from now till the end of August, if you use discount code HOT, H-O-T, at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your order for all the items that you need, whether you're going to be supporting rambling about racing at the local short tracks nascar formula one indy you name it doesn't matter where you support it just support the show you look good in it as well again hot till the end of august for 10 percent off your orders from both teespring and bonfire links will be in the podcast description and youtube description description below go check them out The playoffs, after following Michigan, I really think we're going to see more than 16 winners this season. Richmond's coming up, we got road course coming up, and we got Daytona coming up. I think we're going to probably see a different... See, I I keep forgetting about Richmond. I keep keep forgetting about Richmond. I really do. I keep forgetting there's three races left. There's three races left in regular season. Richmond, Watkins Glen, and Daytona. I think all three of those you could say are wild cards, when especially Daytona and Watkins Glen. Anybody, I think really anybody could bump on up and take a win away. Even like an A.J. Allmendinger who isn't racing for points could still win, take a win away and take that off the plate at, at a Watkins Glen. We've seen it before yeah. last year at the, day, at the Indianapolis Road Course where he won the race, wasn't secure in the playoffs because he's not competing for a playoff a playoff berth in this cup series season to my knowledge, but we, we could see that. I think we're going to see, and we talked about this at the end of last week's show, we're going to see more than 16 winners. And I think with Kevin Harvick winning, bumping Martin Truex Jr. out of the playoffs, I think you're going to see it come down to points. And if Truex doesn't win, or if he does win, and there are more than 16 winners, Martin Truex Jr. sneak himself in there because he's, what uh, second third in the regular season standings without the playoffs i mean he's got the points he just needs that win i see truex possibly being decent at richmond only because denny hamlin was real strong there earlier this year so gibbs you know has showed speed there because they won the spring race with with denny hamlin winning that race it's possible there truex has showed plenty of speed before and the fact that he is a good Watkins Glen racer. So I like his chances there. Right now with with Ryan Blaney not showing or having a good showing at Michigan, I don't like his chances right now. I, I don't uh, because I, I don't like Ford's overall speed on super speedways right now. So as far as Penske goes, I'll say that because uh, the only you know they didn't they didn't to my knowledge I don't remember them having a good showing at Talladega. Yeah, Austin Cindric won the uh, Daytona 500. I just yeah, I know Ryan Blaney was up there, but you know he's Ryan Blaney just hasn't been a a mirror of consistency lately, and. I don't see him getting it done at Watkins Glen. I don't see him getting done at Richmond. 
his only hope is Daytona at this point. Yeah. And we, we all know anything can happen there. And I see Martin Truex Jr. possibly getting it done at either Richmond or Watkins Glen. I can also see any of, you know, a, a lot of the other Chevrolet camps getting it done at either of those two tracks as well, especially Watkins Glen. It's, I think it's going to be a tough sell for Ryan Blaney to lock himself in the championship unless he just has a unless – unless we have repeat winners the next there, three there races. too many good people outside the top yep, 16. There are. And, man, I, I, I saw – class uh, when I tuned into the race at one point in time, because I had turned it off and I turned it back on, I saw Keselowski sitting first because he didn't pass. I said, holy crap, what's going on? And I realized it was, you know – uh, caution or something like that. I can't right. remember exactly. I was like, "Oh dear Jesus, will this change stuff up?" Oh yeah, and and once Kevin Harvick won, that changed everything up. With three races to go, Richmond, Watkins Glen, and Daytona, I really think we're going to see something like this play off. And this is just a prediction. Early on here, this is my race picks, but this is my prediction. We're going to see hey, a. I'll pull points up too and tell you. We're going to. I think at Richmond, we're going to see like a Denny Hamlin win again, sweep the season on that. We're going to see at Watkins Glen, maybe a track house racing driver such as Chastain or Daniel Suarez win, or maybe a Chase Elliott win again. At Daytona, I can't even predict to tell you. I mean, Harrison Burden could win Daytona and lock himself into the playoffs and bump Ryan Blaney out. There are just so many possibilities coming up here towards the end of this regular season, which is an unprecedented thing. We've never been in this situation before. We've always had five spots, five, six spots open. It's like, okay, now we're racing for points here to go into the championship. But now that Kevin Harvick won, there's only really one spot open. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the Ryan Blaney spot. If Ryan Blaney doesn't do well, or unless we just see three repeat winners from now until Daytona coming up here, Ryan Blaney, like... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To your point, he's in trouble. He's in trouble yeah. of losing that playoff spot, and he's been running consistently well, well enough to where in the regular season championship right now, if playoffs weren't a factor, he's sitting second behind Chase Elliott, and though Chase Elliott's leading by 119 points, it won't matter here going into Darlington for Labor Day weekend for the 500. It's tough. So I, I don't see – the only person I see sitting on the outside winning at Richmond is the outside looking in winning at Richmond is Martin Truex Jr. But come road course weekend – 
you know, I could see a, you know, a, a Chris Buescher possibly winning, locking himself in. You know, if everything plays out right, you know, Kazowski could possibly win that race, depending. You know, he hasn't showed the strengths this year, so it'd be a long shot for sure. Chris Buescher, however, has showed some road course strength this year. So then we go into Daytona. And the only and, – and out of – in the top 30 that is not locked into the playoffs, Eric Amarola has a win at Daytona. Austin Dillon has a win at Daytona. Kozlowski has a win at Daytona. McDowell, I think Stenhouse, if I'm not mistaken, or is that Talladega? One of the, I think it's that's Talladega, I believe. But a plate race nonetheless. Yep. I mean, anybody there within from 17th all the way down to 30th has a shot to win at Daytona. And, I mean, even from 1st to 30th has a shot to win at Daytona because we've seen Logano win at Daytona, Hamlin win at Daytona. Hey, and, and don't think I mean, for a second if these, if none of these guys right here aren't building a Daytona car like freaking crazy, like they're planning for the five hundred right now, then, then y'all are dead wrong. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the outside looking in right now, if you're from seventeenth to thirtieth, I'm talking you're, you're as, building a Daytona five hundred. As surprising car. as it is, Truex, Jones, Almirola, Wallace, Dillon. All the way down to Ty Dillon. Todd Gillen, he's in the playoff picture. And Kozlowski, Harrison Burden in them. You're focused on Daytona. That's my only shot yeah. of getting in. Yeah, you're looking at Richmond and Watkins Glen, too, because you want to keep yourself in the top 30 in points. Yeah. But, man, you're looking at those that Daytona race. You got that circle saying this is, yeah. a, checker, this is a checkers or records race. If I had a chance, I'd be going down to Daytona buying a ticket right now because that's going to be a wild race from the drop of the green flag all the way to lap 60. I dare say even lap 169. Yeah, I, I can promise you those two RFK, the 6 and the 17, are building Daytona 500 cars right and, now. And for we, saw them, we saw them strong at the duels. They raced well they in the won duels, both the and duels. they won both the duels. However, I mean, just after that, they just didn't do well. Kozlowski no. is definitely a one of my favorites to win Daytona. Yeah, I, mean, Bush and I would say it. Stenhouse. Stenhouse is good on, on I, 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 as bad as I hate to admit this. Wallace would be one of the favorites to win it if he doesn't take himself out of it, or he doesn't get caught up in a wreck, just like everybody yep. else. I mean, I mean, Wallace is a good restrictor plate driver. And same same way with uh, Eric Almarola yep. and Eric Jones. Harrison Burden has yet to prove himself on a restrictor plate track or any track, in my opinion. Yeah, and this and this car, yeah. But Eric Jones, I mean, we got a. If you're not ready for Daytona, I'm, I'm talking as a race fan now. If you're not ready for Daytona and looking forward to Daytona, I don't know what else we could do or NASCAR could do this season to make you excited for this because it is going to be an exciting race. I think Richmond's going to be exciting. I think Watkins Glen's going to be exciting. And I think Daytona's going to be exciting. These next three races here are going to be the races of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. And I'm looking forward to it. And, the, and then even then, when the playoffs start, right there at Darlington. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the Labor Day weekend for the first time in three, four years, baby. And uh, it was either Darlington or Talladega. So I, I, I picked I, I picked Talladega on that one. Talladega, yeah, Tega I mean, all day, especially when you get to hang out. Especially when you get to hang out with your friends. Well, I tell you what, next year you guys come up to Darlington. 
Southern 500. I mean, that, that race right there to me, the Southern 500 and, and Darlington in general, is my home racetrack now, and I'm, I'm glad it is. I love Darlington. Love it so much. But, but, but overall, what do you think about the race at Michigan for the Cup Series? That's not all I'm going to be talking about. We'll talk about the Xfinity Series. I, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I thought, I thought it was, it was better race. than what it was going to be because I, I yep. was honestly – you know, going into it, I thought it was going to be one of those hold it wide open, don't let off all the way around the, the track the, style races. The low downforce, high horsepower, or wait, the high downforce, low horsepower low package. Or packages, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's what I was expecting, but you could clearly hear them having to let off, hit their marks, get back into the throttle. So I, I enjoyed it. It was a really good race weekend or race for me for Sunday. Saturday I was busy. Friday I was busy. I, I, I didn't really get to watch really anything but the Cup race, and the Cup race to me was what it was back in the early 2000s. Yeah, if you if you were out front like say Kevin Harvick was there at the end of the race, he he left the field. He he get he straight away the field four second lead on Wallace. Wallace had some chances to catch him, but like we said earlier in the show. If a caution didn't come out, Wallace wasn't going to catch Kevin Harvick. Harvick was on a rail, and he did exactly he was, what he needed to do to win. And Harvick, the closer at Michigan, and the the crafty veteran that he is, pulled it off, and good on him. I'm glad we saw. Kev, I'm glad Kevin Harvick won and secured himself in the championship. Now, now, and and the race overall was great. We saw I saw great pit stops all day. Nine-second pit stops. I mean, I never thought I'd see that in the Cup Series, but the single lug nut has definitely made pit stops a more pressure. And I want to ask you this, Charlie. I saw 9.5-second pit stops. The single lug nut, has that made pit stops more important? I mean, I get it that we'd like to see the five-off, five-on. I know I'd like to see it in the Truck Series. I'd like to see it in the Xfinity. But the single lug nut, has that made pit stops more of important? Because now we're seeing nine-second pit stops on pit road where I, I mean, we thought a few years ago, 11 second pit stops, like they're not going to get any faster than 11, but now you see 11 second pit stops. What happened? Something happened. So, I mean, did that single log then make pit road more exciting and more pressure on the pit crews than the five off five on in your opinion? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, Because some teams have, have figured it out and some teams haven't because, some teams are still doing 13 second stops. So that extra two seconds is killer, very crucial. So now granted some of these teams are doing 11 second stops and not getting full, full of fuel. So I'm seeing it now more where the fuel we're waiting. Instead of waiting on the tires, they're waiting on the fuel. And, and I think teams have figured that out because I saw it with for more so Bubba Wallace when they dropped the jack, he didn't go. They waited on the fuel, and we're seeing. And yep. I think that, now, nowadays, jack the jack going down on the left side is not the cue. You're waiting on the crew chief to tell you, "All right, go," uh, because we're waiting on the fuel guy to say, "Time to go." And I, I think so, that's more relevant in the two plus mile super speedways like in Michigan or California. You're not going to really see that at Richmond. You're not going to no. see that, I believe, at Watkins Glen. You might see that at Watkins Glen, but you definitely won't see that at Daytona, I feel. I feel like you're going to see the normal drop the jack go at Daytona, and that's it. 
But I mean, at, at places like Michigan, where yeah, we were. It's a it, they turned into kind of a fuel mileage race. I hate to say that because I haven't seen a fuel mileage race since the implication of stage racing here a few years ago. Uh, so, but I mean, I, I think fuel was a premium. I fuel was definitely a, the top priority. Vice once the tires were on, we need to make sure it's full fuel in order to make it to the end. And I'm yeah. sure the crew chiefs were thinking, "What if there's a green right checkered?" So, but yeah, yeah I mean, overall the race race. Weekend for me was outstanding. I, I couldn't ask for a better race at. Yeah, Mich- I'm, I'm glad. Michigan, um, yeah, Michigan wasn't let down. It, 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 wasn't, it really wasn't. I, even, you know, even talking about the Xfinity race. Yeah, how was even, the Xfinity even, race? Ty Gibbs won the Xfinity race. I saw that, but I mean, yeah, how, how even, was even it? it wasn't a letdown. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, Gibbs was not my pick. Once he did get out front, though, he he managed to hold his lead. And, and go on to win the race. I was hoping for a late race caution because I don't feel like he had the car to win. He he just, you know, had the car that once he got out front, he was able to maintain the lead. So, uh, overall, it, it was a good race. I wouldn't say it was the race of the weekend by no far because the Cup Series race, uh, I felt like overall was definitely a – a better race. Uh, we, we finished watching the Xfinity race once we got down to the track Saturday and got unloaded and set up for my race. So, but not, not a horrible race. Um, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for the truck series to come back because if, if it's anything like if truck series can pick up anywhere like they left off at Indy, then that would be a great race. Well, and speaking of Ty Gibbs finishing 10th in the cup yep. series race at Michigan I, 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 we've dogged this guy. We've dogged this guy a lot. I mean, I hate to knock him. My man. I mean, I mean, is this guy? I mean, we talked about it earlier on. That Ty, is Ty Gibbs the next big thing in NASCAR? We talked about it earlier on. I think in this season when he was starting, when he came out of the gate just strong there for Joe Gibbs racing in the Xfinity Series. Now that he has the opportunity to race in. The Cup Series for Kurt Busch, who is still injured. Hopefully, he'll. Hey, Emma, I see you there. Hopefully, he can come up there, and you know, I mean, Kurt Busch can come back here at Richmond and, and start racing again. I'd like to see that happen. But are, are hey. we? Are, hey, Emma, are, are we to see? Are, are we to say that? I mean, that Ty Gibbs is the real deal, and is he going to be moved up to the Cup Series next year? The product of live <laughs> yeah. broadcasting yeah. here. We yeah. got a, absolutely, absolutely. You saw my so, daughter come in once. Anyways, anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, Ty Gibbs, next big thing or not? I mean, is he is he uh, going to be bumped up to the Cup Series in 2023? With Kyle Busch not being re-signed yet, and unfortunately, I don't see him being re-signed with Gibbs. Thanks for slamming the door, Emma. But we'll, we'll edit it in post during the, yeah, the, the regular podcast. Anyway. You know, if it ain't for a squeaky chair on my end, it's my daughter shut the door. But anyway, with with Kyle Busch not being re-signed, who else are they going to bring up? And I, I hate to knock the kid. I really do. But, man, if he would just eat a huge slice of humble pie, it's not the fact that he had a ginormous, like, horseshoe-sized silver spoon shoved straight up his a-hole. I, I think it's the fact he was just cocky. He's just arrogant. And he gave off that, to me, just kind of gave off that demeanor, that that 
that persona, so to speak. And that's why I just didn't he kind of like Austin, you know. Nobody really likes Austin. I I, I deal with him just because well, we're talking you know, about Austin Dillon, I'm sure. Uh, you know, uh, all the Austins in the world. Oh, you know, no, all, yeah, you know, I think you're only saying that because Austin Reeves <laughs> isn't here with us tonight. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, I, I feel like if he just eat a huge slice of humble pie, and like I've come to like Kyle Busch a little more nowadays than what I used to like him, just because you've, he's kind of mellowed out. I feel you. I feel you on that because Kyle Busch to me back in the oh early god, 2000s, man, it, it was bad. You had to. If you, you nobody like Kyle Bush. If you like Kyle Bush, you were the renegade kind of like back in the mid, the same time frame. I like Jimmy Johnson, and I would walk by his trailer, and everybody would just say Jimmy Johnson sucks. You know, I mean, well, no, he doesn't. And people would walk by Kyle Bush trailer and, and, and say a, all this a, stuff, and it wasn't a a, a suck from a lack of talent aspect. Probably it, it was a it was a suck from a. You're a horrible person. No, but Jimmy Johnson's every. <laughs> but Kyle Bush did for throwing that persona. And yes, for the first few episodes here for this season, we were talking. We were saying, "Man, this guy's got to straighten up. This guy's got to do. You know, I mean, do this." But now that he's coming to the Cup Series for an injured driver and Kurt Busch, a champion, Daytona 500 champion, 2004 Cup Series champion. I mean, is 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 Ty Gibbs ready to take the reins? I think he's shown with this top ten finish that this this could definitely be a chance for him to move up there. Because even Brad Doherty said, if we said it on last week's or a couple weeks ago, I think when Ty, Ty Gibbs came on, we said it, Dale Earnhardt Jr. said it on his podcast, and now Brad Doherty said it. That learning curve is only going to get steeper and steeper. But if you keep Ty Gibbs in there, that learning curve is not going to be much, and he's going to be competitive in 2023. And yeah, it, it, I, I guess I could see that. Yeah, it, well, I think that's the way it is. That's the only way he's going to go because Ty Gibbs has nowhere to go but up. And the, and the Cup Series is the pinnacle where every driver wants to be yourself. Everybody there at South Alabama Speedway, everybody in the Xfinity Series, everybody in the Truck Series wants to be in the Cup Series. And now, and now we're seeing Ty Gibbs – not only knocking on the door of the Cup I Series. I just want to be the Super Late Moment, not even the yeah, Cup but, Series. But he, I don't care less about Cup Series. Yeah, but, but now Cup Series, I mean, Ty Gibbs is there, and I think he's in 23-11 equipment nonetheless. 23-11 is – I'd settle with a modified. I, I'd settle with anything but iRacing. I'd go car. I'd race go-karts if I could. I'd settle with a sponsored iRacing rig. Huh? Who are yeah, we kidding? I mean, yeah, I mean if you sponsored iRacing set up and yeah, I got paid true. to sit in the house and do that, I mean – it's true. It's true. But I mean, no, I mean we're, we're, we're seeing let's not be selfish here, Matthew. No, let's not. But I mean, Ty Gibbs, I, I, I think he's going to be the next big thing <laughs> coming up to the Cup Series. He's going to be challenging the established drivers. I mean, however long Kevin Harvick's there, he's going to be challenging the Denny Hamlins, the Martin Truex Juniors, the Ryan Blaney's, the Chase Elliott's. He's going to be challenging all those guys. But he's going to be challenging all those guys here. And I, I think he does come up to 2023. I think we're going to have to wait maybe towards halfway through the playoffs in order to start saying who goes where and what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, really I don't do think, think he goes to an affiliate of Gibbs, though. I, I think no. if it goes anywhere, it goes to Gibbs. Yeah, because we haven't even heard anything about Kyle, Bu- Kyle Busch resigning, although they're talking and it looks promising. But, no, I don't see it. I, I see. Are they talking or are they just saying that? 
I don't think they'd say that just to say that, unless they want to play their cards closer to the chest. But I really think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be signed. And that being Kyle Bush, be resigned to Joe Gibbs Racing for twenty twenty three. I just don't see them resigning Truex before they resign Kyle Bush. I think Kyle Bush is going to be going to Stuart Haas Racing. <laughs> I really do. I think Bush to Truex, Bush to twenty. Uh, yeah, but with Racing. what sponsors? Eric Amarola is retiring. Smithfield. Who says Smithfield wasn't there just because of Almirola? I think they'd be there for Kyle Busch just as well as they are with Almirola. I really do. I really. I, I mean, I know Stuart Haas has made the comment before. Hey, I'll I'll fund a fourth cup team, but that was before you know that was before he was forking over millions for an F one team. I see Cole Custer not resigning. I don't know how long his contract's good through. But I don't yeah, see Cole, yeah, he had really I don't see Let's Cole Custer it. running well much longer in Stuart Haas. I think Stuart Haas would be a better three-car team, let's face it. Like to focus more money towards three cars. And, and I mean, Tracy said this comment. I'm, I'm, he's late to the show, but what's up, Tracy? How's it going? And Smithfield's there because Eric brought him from Petty. Good point. It's a very good point there. But who's to say they won't yes, stay around? Too. Yeah, I mean, so Smithfield is with Eric, so... Unless they could do something there, who says Smithfield's going to stay with? Yeah, I mean, true. We got a lot of we got a lot of moving parts until Daytona 500 2023 starts. I feel we, we there's a lot to cover still, even this late in the season. But I mean, still the season doesn't pick up. I feel until halfway through the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. That was the the races for we talked heavy on the Cup race because that's all I watched. I mean, talked about Bubba Wallace. Anything from this past weekend that you saw? That you, you could bring up, Charlie, because to me, I mean, that was pretty much it. Harvick winning the points shake-up. Mm-hmm. Bubba Wallace kicking himself too hard in the rear end. That was it. And now we got Richmond coming up here for the Cup and Truck Series. Xfinity Series is off this weekend. They'll be at Watkins Glen. Yeah, the trucks will be off. No, trucks are trucks are going to be racing at Richmond. The Xfinity is off. Yeah, I'm talking about at Watkins Glen. Yeah, trucks are off at Watkins Glen, but... Race coming up, upcoming races. We'll go ahead and read them off to you right now. The Richmond Truck Series race from FS1 will be Saturday, August 13th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FS1. Sunday, August 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA will be the Richmond race. I'm going to bring it up here real quick to make sure there's not an IndyCar race. Formula One is off this weekend. Yeah, I got a couple weeks off, so. And let me just make sure here. I know we're live, and I should have done this before the show, but. I should have did it already, too. I knew I knew F1 was off, so. And let's see here. August 20th is the next. So they got another week off. And August 20th is the IndyCar race, so it's just going to be NASCAR this weekend. But uh, who are your picks to win the Truck Series and the. Cup Series race from Richmond there, Charlie. KFB takes off a year and this goes into business with Dell Jr. in 2024 and goes to Junior Motorsports and Cup with Martin Truex. That's interesting. Let, let, let me, let me, let's read this again. This is from Tracy, one of uh, my so friends. Hear, hear me out. If, K, if, 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 if Kyle Busch takes yeah. off a year, goes into business with Dell Jr., in 2024, and goes to Junior Motorsports and Cut with Martin Truex. 
Yeah, because Truex only signed a year contract. Yeah, and I mean, I could, I mean, Dale Jr., there have been whispers about Dale Jr. going up to the Cup Series. Yeah, there Junior Motorsports. Um, but then we go right back to charters. Unless the charter system right. goes away, where is he going to acquire these charters from? Don't it's know. Not, I hate to tell y'all, but it's not going to be Richard Childress because Richard Childress is not going to can his grandson and he's not going to hand the business over to Dale Jr. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, I, I understand that because... And what Tracy Junior, said here Junior was... gave Truex his start. He gave he Eric did? Amarola his start. He gave Keselowski his start. I mean, we, we can go on and on. And, so and Tracy said, um, and this is Tracy from Darlington from the previous episode from last year. I met him last year. Tracy heard it was going to be Colleg charters that he was going to get. I don't know if Charles Collig would give up a Cup Series charter. They're running well in the Cup Series. I feel they're going to have a couple of years to develop, but I feel like Collig Racing yeah. is going to be a powerhouse team up there with the likes of 2311 and Trackhouse Racing here in the next couple of years. The only way the only way I see this happens, I guess, is is if the charter system goes away. It goes away. And, that's gonna- and I, I guess I could see that happening. With as competitive as this next-gen car has been, and you see the lower teams running up front consistently, consistently, I guess, and being a little more competitive than normal, I guess you could see saying, hey, you know what? Instead of the charter teams, and maybe these other teams don't want to just show up and say, hey, you know, why are we going to show up? Because we're not even guaranteed you know, a spot like all these other teams. So maybe they say, hey, let's let's trash the charters. The only way I see NASCAR getting rid of the charters is if they go to the teams and the team comes in and says, we want to race this race, like say Daytona or Atlanta, you name whatever they want to race, is that they say they put in a no starting park rule. Like you can't start and park. If you only have one set of tires, you run it until that one set of tires goes out and then you park it. Yeah, because you don't have to buy a certain amount of tires. You can buy you, you can buy a certain amount of tires, but you can also buy fewer. Right, and that's the only way I could see NASCAR getting rid of the charter system. They, they did to get rid of the starting park. They wanted people to show up and race and not right. take away spots from anybody else who would say, "Yeah, I want to race the full race, regardless if I go 15 laps down, whatever." Yeah, I, I see where the charter system came into play, but right. now you only have. The charters. Now you, have you know, only have 36 cars on track where they took it from a 43-card field down to 40-card field because, well, we're, we're nobody's showing up it's because of the charter system. So but I, with, the, with, with this car, you know, it's, ty- it's kind of changed to, to it, play in field. Because really let's has. face it, you know, when's the last time we've had, you know, 15 different winners in a season? You know, when, I can't even when tell was you. it? can't even tell you. Uh, it's been a long time. Yep, and, so, I, and I could see that. I could definitely see that happening. I could see them getting rid of the charter system, or, or at least rethinking the charter system for if not twenty twenty three, maybe not this coming year, but at least twenty twenty four. Yeah, I could see that. But so, hey, cup win or winners for the truck and cup race coming up here at Richmond, Charlie. Cup race at Richmond. You know what? Gibbs Truex Truex gets it done. He's their sixteenth winner. He locks himself win. He boots Ryan Blaney out. You know Truex is. Not been a short track person until, you know, past couple of years. But I think he shows up saying, hey, I'm here. 
We're, we're not going anywhere. We re-signed a contract that's behind us. We're here. We're here this year. We're here next year. So, Trent gets it done this this weekend. If nothing else, he jumps Blaney into points because there's only what a 19 points difference. So, if nothing else, he jumps Blaney into points. But I, I say Truex wins, locks himself in. Blaney's on the outside looking in, has to win either at Watkins Glen or Daytona to lock himself in. But as far as truck series, uh, Zane Smith gets it done at Richmond, moves on to the next round. All right, for the truck series, John Hunter Nemechek. That's who I started to go with. I, but I, I said... No, he doesn't get it done. Zane no. Smith gets it done. I think John Hunter Nemechek gets it done. And I'm going to have to still stick in the top 16 here. Kyle Larson is going to win and okay. pick back up because he hasn't been running well lately. But I think Kyle Larson finds starts getting win back in the sales before the playoffs start here at Darlington. Yeah. I, I can see that. You know, I, I think Hendrick as a whole, you know, has not performed the last – Couple of races, other than maybe Elliott, but I feel like, hey, look, our, our guys are locked in, points wise and everything for for the most part, with an exception of maybe Bowman. Uh, so and Bowman's locked in; he's got to win. Yeah. But I mean, he's yeah. right there at sixteenth. Correct. So hey, you know, if Ryan Blaney locked himself in, he he'd be right there at the cut line. I, I feel like, with an exception of Bowman, let's let's try a couple things. You know, let's let's tweak some something here. Uh, you know. Larson may show up and show out this weekend. So Yeah, I think Larson gets it done here this weekend at Richmond. Charlie, anything else before we get into this week's final thoughts, our fantasy standings and this weekend NASCAR? No, I'm uh I'm good, buddy. Let's 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 jump on into it. All right, bud. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR gears to get you ready for this coming up season, such as t-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecasts, and so much more. But you don't only have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah, not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, I go in there, that's where I get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want. Go check them out. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. All right, final thoughts this week on Rambling About Raisin. Hope you've enjoyed it, whether you've been on your regular podcast platform or on Burns Radio, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch. Really do appreciate everybody showing up, listening to the episode, participating in the episode, and 
really do appreciate it and enjoy doing this. And sorry, Austin and Preston couldn't make it. It's been a while since I've we've only had two people. It's, it's been a long time it, since, since long. at least Austin hadn't been oh, able yeah. to been here either. So. And, and that's just internet issues. I think he he'll be back next week. I think he'll figure it out by next. He week. says internet. I'm pretty sure it's his wife. Oh, oh, oh I'm going to leave that between you. And- I was just kidding. I don't know if you are, buddy. Because I've already said, you know, it's something about Austin's, so. No, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to yeah, say anything. Fine. That's cool. That's I'm not going to cool. say I'll, anything to I'll, that, buddy. I'll, I'll text I'll text him. Anyway. All right, bud. So, fantasy standings following Michigan for rambling about racing. I had a good weekend. Yeah, I don't know if I did. I I think you did. Hang on. Let's. You know what? Let's Let's look at Michigan. Let's look at Michigan. Because I think you finished second. You did finish second. You had a good weekend. What? I, I finished second? You did. I finished nice. first, but you finished second. Oh, hey. And and, and uh, Tracy will remember that. If we need a fill-in, we'll, we'll, we'll contact you. We'll reach yep, out Tracy, to you, we'll, we'll definitely remember it was that. Fun, we need a third and, person. Yeah, he's, hey. he's fun having on the show. He was fun hanging out with at Darlington last year. So, bummer I can't be there this year if you're going to show up. But maybe so, next year. Yeah, my you know, our uh, SMR... Our SMR group and our Super Sumo had a had a poor showing uh, this past weekend, and Matt Camper, you know, he boosted it up a little bit at Michigan. Not saying it's too little, too late, but he he dropped he has dropped a lot. Uh, but Matt, you finished second this past weekend with 199 points. Uh, I did finish on top with 209, so just 10 points ahead of you. But hey, that, that's one of your better showings this week. Uh, this I'm, year, I'm fantasy, happy about so. that. I, if only I could have done that at the start of the year at Daytona, I think I would have been right there racing against you. But just I, well, not, I, I feel like I played my cards right all year because I could literally pick the top five and qualifying week in and week out for the remainder of the regular season. Because uh, I at least have like five picks left of each Man, person. I, I tell you what, though, you got to work. Watch out for Preston coming up here. What, which one's he? Operations. Preston's operations. Well, uh, so I did the math a minute ago. I have a 214-point lead on him. Well, with, I mean, what, 12 races, 13 races to go, though. I mean, Well, it doesn't, it reset, well, it reset a little bit. There are some that resets at the playoffs, and there was some special needs thing, but, I mean, or not special needs. Of course there's special needs. That's not what I meant. We were talking about Preston. There's some special, like, (laughs) there's some special, uh, Circumstances coming oh, into the playoffs, but that's not what I meant. Special needs. We'll definitely I definitely this part out as no, far we'll, as the regular we'll show. Now I know this part's no, live, but you know, yeah, we'll keep it. Let's, in. let's keep in mind that the uh, actual host of the show said that. Um, and uh, Tracy will be at Championship Week, and oh, we might get boots on the ground and get a first-hand account yeah, after that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so, yeah. So, um, fantasy right, so go ahead and fantasy standards this weekend. Uh, I'll read off top eight. Smoking Woody is sitting eighth. Uh, with 3,341 points. Uh, Matt is 7th with 3,626 points. S-Blades is 6th with 3,917 points. A little bit of a jump from 7th to 6th. 5th is Matt Camper with 3,923 points. 4th is SMR R&D, 3,931 points. 3rd is Super Sumo 32 with 3,953 points. Second, SMR Operations, 3,969 points. And first is myself with 4,183 points. 
Yeah, I mean, don't get too complacent, man. Don't get complacent. I'm, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I, trust me. I am trying to. I have been as strategic as I possibly can throughout this season. Maybe a little too strategic because, like I said, I could literally like play the top five qualifiers of every race for the last three races easily and still have leftovers. Well, I mean, hopefully I can make it into the top five. My goal is to make it into the top five from points. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm outside of the realm of. Well, you're about 300, you're 403 points behind. 497 points behind. I just behind. need first through six to have horrible weekends from now until the end, and maybe I'll have a no, shot. But just, just second through fifth, you know? Oh, second through fifth. Okay. Well, second through six, let's say. Yeah, second through six. I don't know. Second through six. But that's let's all, not worry about first. Yeah, let's not. We're, we're going to round that card up to a good, you know, uh, $150 card for next year, and I'm going to keep 50 Anyway. Uh, uh, we'll talk about moving that. All, we'll moving talk about all that. to the next category. This week in NASCAR. This week in NASCAR. We go back to August 11th, <laughs> 1996. Jeffrey Bodine ends a two-year drought by winning on his home track at Watkins Glen. Dale Earnhardt, driving with painful injury, wins the polls and finishes sixth at that race. And that happened this week in NASCAR, August 11th, yeah, 1996. Had, uh, collarbone, broke collarbone, right? It was in 96, so when did he have the collarbone go out? You said Watkins Glen? Yeah, that was Watkins Glen, 96. I'm pretty sure he had a broke collarbone. Well, hey, still finishing sixth there, man. But, yeah, man, fun episode. Thanks again for everybody who tuned in and watched us live, and thanks everybody who listened on our regular podcast platform, Burns Radio, you name it. We're everywhere. We feel like we had good numbers last week, and, and just let's just keep it up. I mean, I feel like we just, we're doing fine. We're doing fine. We're, we're almost in the D category of celebrities. We're, we're, we're right there looking at D status. What's D? I don't know. We're, not, we're definitely outside of the A realm, but we're getting there. You don't know what D is? No, no, no. We're moving on. We're, no, no, no. <laughs> I should have never said that. I knew better. I knew better oh, than to yeah. say that. I knew better than to say that, man. But Charlie, man, thanks for showing up here again. Sorry, Austin and Preston yeah, couldn't make it this week. And uh, hopefully they'll make it back next week. Just hopefully they'll make it back next week. We really like having both of them on the show. It's Kind of a short episode, but a fun episode nonetheless. We talked about a lot. It's been a little over an hour, so it's, I yeah. mean... It's, it's been a pretty good... Yeah, sometimes the shorter ones aren't the bad ones, but... Char- yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, Charlie, anything else before we wrap it up here this week? No, nah, man, it's, it's been a good episode, so we'll start getting ready for this, this coming weekend's races yeah. and start getting my car ready for two weekends from now. Yeah, I can't wait for that, man. The best of luck to you. I got two races left, so and uh, points deficit to overcome. So the last race will be a double points race, so we'll see what happens. I, I, I wish you all the best of luck. Remember, the bet is still on. Should you win the championship, you don't have to pay for beer. Just remember, yeah. just remember that. That's your motivation. Uh, I guess that's all the motivation Charlie needs. But, Charlie, again, anything else? I think you're good. Yep, I'm good, buddy. All right. Well. I, did, I did give my trophy away to a, a young fan this past weekend. So, uh, so uh, it was a little girl to stance. Her, her, her mom and dad actually sent me a, a picture. Um, she was so upset when I wrecked out the race before. Oh, yeah. 
the one that oh, the big, oh the big five weekend. Like, yeah, she was so upset. Like she was squalling her eyes out um, that I that I wrecked out of that race. And her dad was actually going on a hunting trip. Her dad, her dad told me she's like, hey, he said, hey, I got a phone call while I was on that trip. And I was like, well, what do you mean you got a phone call? He's like, I got a phone call from my daughter. And all I heard was screaming in the background. He wrecked out. And I, I couldn't understand what she was saying. She's, he, so I, when I gave her that trophy, and I'm talking about probably made her whole week and everything. They went, they went to eat after the race Saturday night. And she took that trophy into the restaurant with her, set it on the end of the table and everything. So, you know, and not to get all sentimental or whatever, but I, look, I've been doing this for a long time. Like I said, the first time I ever got on a track and racing against other people, I, I was three years old. And it, it's so easy to get caught up and, and to forget, I guess, forget where you come from uh, and, and the reasons why you do this, uh, I guess, you know, week in, week out. And, and yes, the people in NASCAR and stuff like that do it for a living. And, and yes, I, I do it for fun, but I also do it for people looking up for to me. And when I seen this smile on this little girl's face, and it's just like when my daughter hugs me after a race, and, you know, my daughter wasn't there this past weekend, but when, when this little girl gave me that hug and I seen the smile on her face and me giving her that trophy, it, it does nothing but remind you uh, of why your, your local track guys, you know, uh, at least people like me, I'm not saying all of them, but people like me do things like this. So, you know, su- support people like that. By all means. So like go, go to your local track. Oh, and, yeah. and it's not it's not the first time I've done something like that, but little, little moments like that, it, they, they go a long way in, in a little child's life. And, you know, even especially for our sport, because I – I'm not saying this will ever happen, but I got I got a text from her mom later on saying she's already saying, "Hey, when I when I get bigger, I'm gonna race." It, it may not ever happen, but you know it, it's a thought in the back of her head. So, and, and and try try not to even tear up and cry now, but you know it, it, it's little moments like that that make make you a a much better person in life and, and everything. So, and I should have told that story at the beginning of the show, oh, but fine. I guess for the final thoughts, for the end, so. Absolutely. But, but yeah, so, you know, it, it, win or lose Saturday night, I, I won at the, at the end of the night because uh, of that little girl and making her not. So, well, I tell you what, if she does become a race car driver, we'll bring her on to the show and interview her and tell her and tell her, have her side of the story about that. That'd be great. Yep. No doubt. Well, awesome, man. Glad you saved that. At least I'm glad you told us about that. But anything else, bud? No, I'm good, bud. All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here on this week's episode of Rambling About Racing. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you join us here live on all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, whether you're listening to us on your regular podcast platform or on Burns Radio. Really do appreciate it. Make sure to go to ramblingaboutracing.com to the links to all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it, we got it there. Links to our stores, Teespring and Bonfire, will be below in the podcast description or at ramblingaboutracing.com. 
I'd like to thank our partners for the show. Stand up to the Cancer and Fanatics for all they do, not only for Burns Radio, but for us here at the show. For Charlie Herkus, check 8384. I'm Matt Beamer, Beamer 22 Preston Lude, P underscore Luda, and Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6 on Twitter. Stay safe and have a good rest of the week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 